wild and fat. You know you smarter than that. You know you smarter than that. You know you need a COVID test. You can smell that breath. You know you smarter than that. Hella, 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 hella. This nigga coughed directly into the mic. No, I didn't. That hell need to be sanitized. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Virgin lungs. Name that movie. Don't know it. Don't know it. What? Oh sure. wait, is it the the Dave Chappelle uh, movie? No. The Black Party. That was about. Nah. Wow. Hey, yo, like, listen, y'all. If y'all know that movie, y'all tap in and let me know. I'd be really impressed. I'd be really impressed. How y'all feeling, man? What's good? You know? Meh. Meh? Yeah, this Meh? was rough. I ain't really made that much money. It was slow as fuck. Really? Yeah. How? I don't know. I just wasn't getting a lot of orders. That is surprising because it's Cyber Monday. We already passed. We got past Thanksgiving. We almost yeah, that's left. that's why niggas wasn't ordering food. <laughs> niggas spending all their bread on tech. Yeah. Shit. You know what I'm talking about? I guess people are outside like doing their Christmas shopping, so... Niggas ain't ordering that. My, my week was decent. Started my new job this week. There you go with that shit again. My bad, yeah. y'all. Yeah, this nigga. I need a cough drop. Yeah, mine was, mine was pretty chill. It started off kind of rough. Midweek was kind of rough, but ended off on a good note. Started my new job, so just looking up. New money. Yeah, right. money. Yep. My week been straight. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, there's been a lot of things that are starting to kind of be, I guess, I hate saying stuff like this because it sounds so cliche, but when things start kind of getting revealed to you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The universe just has a way of moving things in a way that it's like, okay. And that's, you know, that's, I'm, I'm kind of glad because I've been asking, you know, I've been asking for clarity. Okay. And, you know, like when you ask for things, they come to you. But sometimes you just got to make sure you're prepared for what it is you ask for. And so, you know, I'm grateful, uh, but it has been a good week. It's, it's good to be with the bros, uh, back to the grind. And, uh, oh, yeah, my, by the way, you know, my name is Martel. This is your man, Martel, uh, the keeper of the blueberries. Uh, Miss you at the Topo Chico. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's what we do. It's who I am. Who are you? Yeah, it's your boy, Wally B. B. It's for billions. Yo, yo, what's good? This is your boy, 2J. And as always, what is your weekly mission? Yeah, 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 we'll just hop into it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this episode, so one question I always had, uh, especially, uh, I would say I really started asking the question just after my divorce, is uh, what's the difference between a dead end and an obstacle, you know, at what point you know, when you're in something or when you're involved in a venture, whether it's a business venture or a relationship or trying a new skill or, you know, just jumping into something new or when you've been dealing with something for a very, very, very long period of time. At what point do you leave it alone? You know, when it's not working in your favor, because, you know, we always talk about perseverance. We're always talking about pushing through. We always talk about wheeling yourself into the next you know, to the next level and not allowing yourself to be discouraged by what you may feel is a lack of progress or what you may feel like is rejection or what you may feel like is a closed door. You know what I'm saying? And how do you differentiate? How do you discern the difference between something you need to push through and something you need to like avoid? Like the universe is saying, hey, this ain't for you. You know what I'm saying? You need to go and pivot, you know? That's, that's kind of, and it really, 
uh, a lot of times for me, it's stuff like, you know, my job, you know what I'm saying? Or it's like, you know, this, uh, this business venture, like I may have a situation where I'm working with somebody who I feel is very serious. And I don't know if I'm supposed to take it as an opportunity to help this person grow and develop uh, or or not, you know what I'm saying? Or let them let them sink on their own, you know what I'm saying? My bad, y'all. Wally B is being distracting. Stop being a distraction, Wally B. <laughs> so like that's that's pretty much like the uh the gist of you know where the i guess the uh, the inspiration for this particular episode came from okay and just looking over the last two years like dang how many different times have i been in a situation where i had to ask god do i need to let this go or do i need to really push through and, and make something shake so okay. i mean what are your thoughts on that like have you ever been in a situation where you yeah. felt conflicted in that way definitely 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 i'm i'm gonna say i was i'm faced with that situation currently now um at least for the next two years or so, I'll be faced with that situation. And it sucks that I even have to look at it like that without getting into too much detail. But overall, of course, my life, yeah, I have been faced with those those things where you gotta determine, you gotta determine the strategy that you're gonna use to either call something out as either a dead end or was like you stated as an obstacle. And I think it really just depends on the criterion that you use. Okay. And that is like, are they deal breakers? Is it something that you can push through or is it something that you would rather just avoid the bush completely because it's not adding any value or any equity to your life in that regard? Like for me, for example, um, I have situations where I face them where like it seems like it's a dead end but i still have to continue to keep pushing through the this this obstacle even though i know ultimately it's going to lead to a dead end but i just have to as an adult and being mature and being accountable and being responsible there's just certain things i have to deal with knowing that i'm a man and i'm a grown man that no matter how much i would like to sweep it underneath the rug and just avoid it as a whole if i did decide to avoid that situation or that circumstance how many other lives and or individuals could be affected by my one singular decision to just escape out and just leave? But I mean, what if some, what if it's not designed for you or what if it's not the, uh, what if it's not the best, what if it doesn't yield the best result for everybody for you to be the person that is in that role? Like, cause you're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. What if that's meant for somebody else and now somebody else is missing on the opportunity to fulfill their destiny because you're trying to force it? You know what I'm saying? I can see where you're coming from. I can see where you're coming from. I I find myself having a very hard time, like, trying to... I I think a lot of it is the the social pressures of, um, you know, things like, you know, gender... uh, I don't want to say gender roles, but a lot of a lot of what we preach to each other as men is, bro, you got to just deal with it. Put your head down and do it. Put your head down and do it. And I think a lot of men end up, you know, not fulfilling their destinies because they're so busy trying to satisfy the expectations of other people instead of really checking in on their own mental health and their own well-being and saying, okay, this really isn't for me. Like, I'm not growing from this. All I'm doing is hurting myself. I'm banging my head against this wall trying to prove to everybody else that, you know, I'm not a quitter or I'm not a punk or I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm, or I'm worthy, you know, I, I, right. I can, quote unquote, I can get it done. Like, and all you're doing is wasting your time and niggas not getting to where they're supposed to really be in life. You know, I think this is a, um, 
this is a very well-timed this is interestingly well-timed you're welcome <laughs> the universe worked real weird god worked real weird you know what i'm saying and right. how well-timed this episode is because this is literally happening in the public light Deion sanders was at jackson state university and then like they wasn't doing them right and he had been there for like three years and he was trying to change the hbcu college culture and the, the spot the hbcu college sports culture at that you know what i'm saying and he was really trying to uh get top star athletic recruits to start coming to hbcus to help bring funding to the school by winning championships and getting into new divisions of football and he had to make a decision on whether or not jackson state university was a dead end right or whether it was an obstacle that he needed to push through and ultimately it ended up being a dead end and he ended up moving uh to colorado i think colorado state university or something like it was the university of colorado university of colorado yeah. yeah right and um and then like you said we force things because of other people's uh perception right and we don't want people thinking that we a quitter or we like like he really had to address this like people start saying that he 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 sold out on the culture and that he sold out on hbcus he sold out on, on black people because he left the hbcu come to find out the hbcu wasn't doing their business right and he had to make a decision that was best for him his family and that involved realizing that jackson state university was a dead end you know what i'm saying and sometimes that's tough right because the perception of people upon you around you is gonna might shift into a negative light but you got i think i think a part of that is being self-aware you know what i'm talking about being self-aware and knowing where you are knowing who you are right yeah knowing who you are you know what i'm saying knowing what you bring like you know what it is that you actually can do and then i think that this is weirdly well timed you know, you know, like this is just the weirdest well-timed episode. Please don't swell this nigga head up bigger than it already is. <laughs> yes, you know, I'm just like we we talk about it. We sitting here, I was like, this just happened, like for real, real time. This just happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it, it happens all the time. It happens every day. Like I literally, like you know, typically I'm not gonna lie. When I come into a podcast episode and we have like a a, a topic nine times out of ten you know we all have uh you know experiences that tie into it this is one of the only podcast episode topics that i don't have an answer for you know what i'm saying like i've really been racking my brain over this for an like this concept over extended amount of time and it's scary because you know a lot of people you know people will give you different advice like hey you know pray about it you know what i'm saying like meditate over it you know what i'm saying right you know pray for discernment pray for direction ask the universe to give you guidance and direction but at the end of the day like it's just hard to tell the difference bro and it, it, it has to come from some place that uh that is it has to be i don't know i feel like the answer when it when it comes in the time that it comes it's always like you it's always at the exact right moment huh. but sometimes it just feels like nobody listening you know what i'm saying and it's irritating but i think sometimes it's because you're meant to learn some things in this space even though it's a dead end you still gotta learn yeah certain things so that once you pivot at the dead end and you pivot in the right direction toward whatever it is you meant for. only growth right you're right. gonna take all that with you 
But sometimes I'll be at, at that dead end, like at that wall, like, okay. What's next? <laughs> and you know what? I think me overanalyzing shit sometimes puts me in a dangerous state of mind because it depends on the circumstance, how long I actually will go towards a dead end. Like, you know how, I don't know about y'all, but like when I was doing deliveries, um, there might be certain streets where it would say dead end coming up. And right. I just wouldn't believe it. I would just keep going. Like, I know there's gonna be another street that I can turn on before the dead end. Maybe not the next, the next street is gonna be the dead end. Sometimes I'd be right. There might be another street I can make a left on before the dead end. Otherwise, I'm going straight into a dead end where there's literally like a cul-de-sac, but it doesn't say that. Right. Yeah, I've done that. And so that's where my my brain kind of kind of hinders me at times because like like you said in certain in certain circumstances in life you may not know if it's an obstacle or if it's actually a dead end and when i see that i'm thinking well before the past two times i've seen dead end sign it wasn't a dead end i could make it a left before the dead end so maybe i can make it a little bit further towards this ultimate dead end learn something from it obtain some knowledge or some wisdom from it and then be able to deter or pivot, like you say, to another street or to another avenue that could get me to my greater level of success. And you know, the cool thing about that is no matter like what happened, no matter what happened, ultimately you learn something. Right. Because now you know that street is a dead end and you know not to go all the way to the end of that motherfucker the next time you on it. You right. Know what I'm saying? See, but that's hard. That's hard. I'm going to tell you why that's hard. So take marriage. Right. Okay. So, or not even marriage, any, any relationship. We'll, we'll stick on marriage. Okay, so marriage. You know what I'm saying? You in a situation where you're with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? And you feel like you guys have... Uh, it's like it's, it's brick after brick after brick after brick after brick being thrown. It's red flag after red flag. And you're like, you know, I, I came into this thing with the mentality of forever. I said till death. Right. I made that vow to you. I made it to myself. I made it to God. And we did it in front of all your people. Mm -hmm. Right. Death, right? But, you know, we're not seeing eye to eye on finances, right? Ooh. We don't we don't have the same outlook on child rearing, right? And these are things that we thought we agreed on at the beginning of the marriage, but you know, once we get into these spaces where our you know, when you when you honeymoon and you know what I'm saying, you'll do whatever whenever everybody's down. Blah, blah, blah. But then you look up eight years later, you know what I'm saying, and you in the thick of life, you know what I'm saying, shit is happening, the kids is hungry, you know somebody not doing what they what you feel they were supposed to be doing you know they may not be developing as quick in certain areas and you getting tired of you know the fact that they don't do the dishes are you getting tired that they always overextending the budget you know when it's time to grocery shop you know right. what i'm saying whatever it is or you get tired of the fact that they always going out you know what i'm saying and you're trying to differentiate how much of this am i supposed to tolerate till i leave right you know these are the obstacles but then you have situations where you know, people are crossing boundaries that could really affect the health, growth, and even the life of a marriage when you're talking about things like um, uh, infidelity. You know what right. I'm saying? So you you have someone that's not being faithful in right. a marriage. So now, now we're talking about biblical founded reasonings for a marriage to possibly end, right? Okay. And now the question is, is this a dead end or is this an obstacle? Is this particular situation something that we can work through, fight through and fix? Or is this something that's ne probably never gonna change? This is just your hard posture now and we need to separate. Oh. And situations like that make it very, very difficult to uh, 
to make that determination of whether something is worth fighting for or not because you could ultimately end up going down this dead end deciding that it's a dead end leaving the marriage swearing off never to go down that street again and totally missing out on the blessing that's intended for you right you know what i'm saying in that regard i would say it's more determinant on the root cause of the obstacle in that regard okay it's like for example if it's just dishes okay well let's we can create a, a, a system that okay hey we put on a calendar you do dishes this week or you do dishes for this particular amount of time if it's chores or it's finances or whatnot okay hey you know we know we're starting to have an issue with finances let's just have three separate accounts have one that goes towards bills you have your funds you have your funds and, and another another account and then every check or every time y'all get a substantial amount of money have automatic payments going into this one particular account that's only for bills right. we don't we we have a, a debit card that we barely pull out the only time we pull out is when it's time to set up for either auto pay so that way we don't even need a debit card we can cut that motherfucker up as soon as we put it into the online so bills are always paid so if you're not cutting your weight then we'll notice it when we start getting those late notices because everything was set up on automatic draft that's a way to kind of alleviate that stress of okay we're spending too much where if you are you're spending too much of your own money so when it comes time for you to go out and get you some starbucks you ain't got that five dollars in your account because you was bullshitting the other two or three weeks and you can actually pinpoint whose it is finding the root cause if it's infidelity what caused somebody to step outside of the relationship? Now, again, this is coming from a nigga who ain't married. <laughs> and probably not getting married no time soon. Just being honest with you. <laughs> but it's because of the way that I think and because of circumstances and situations that I've seen my peers in who have been married. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I would like to be in that, 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 that love realm, but I'm gonna let myself mature before I get into that realm. Because to be honest, Y'all married motherfuckers, y'all put up with situations that me personally, I just don't have the, the time and the patience to want to even put myself into. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm, in, I'm enjoying the single life for as long as I am. And even my test trial potentially with a marriage type of relationship that could have potential, could have had potential, showed me a lot. And so I was glad that I noticed and recognized that situation as a dead end before I decided to put a ring on it. Even though the ring, it was something that she wanted at the time and was waiting on and was anticipating, but I just wasn't feeling it. And I'm glad that it ultimately happened like it did because the individual who she became to be later years was somebody I'm glad I didn't have to deal with in that, in that regards because her decision-making just wasn't up to par for me. Um, but again, going back to it, if it's infidelity, you gotta figure out what the root cause of that was. Did she step out because she wasn't getting the enough or either person, the male or the female, whoever decided to step out on a relationship where they not getting enough affection at home, um, where is love language involved in it, where does she have a has, has a love language evolved from the person who she was when y'all said I do versus the person that's eight years, 10 years, 15 years into this, this union. Has she evolved? Has she grown? How was communication? Um, stuff of that nature. So seeing if we, if we can identify the root cause. Now, if there is no good fucking reason and they just want to test a new stick or a new swango or a new splitter, then I don't know if I can rock with that. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> this nigga. A new what? A new what? Or a new what? A new swanger, a new splitter. A new splitter, nigga. <laughs> I think that uh, a lot of this is just judgment call. I think when you're talking about dead ends or obstacles, I think it's just real time judgment calls. And damn, this is so well timed, bro. I just think it's. it's 
it's a judgment call you gotta risk it for the biscuit and then you just gotta eat the outcome man you know what i'm talking about i think that's just really what this is i don't think there's a universal absolute enlightened answer that'll solve all the dead end or obstacle problems i think it's a judgment call in the moment and i think once you make the judgment call you gotta take that breath and you gotta say whatever happened from here you know i'm good with bad you know good bad or in between i'm good with right i think it's just an acceptance thing right and i think when it comes to things like relationships and marriage i think it's a judgment call i think you yourself personally have to know who you are again know the situation and decide uh whether or not what it is you can put up with right a lot of stuff could be alleviated with just communication with relationships but we are we have such a lack of the ability to communicate right we boy i, I found out that and i see it in my daughter i found out my wife just doesn't necessarily have the language you know what i'm talking about like the the level enough words and maybe her emotions will muddy those words right you know what i'm saying my daughter does it she does it like Roe is I ask him a question he'll explain every detail clear he's got the vocabulary and even if he doesn't he'll find the vocabulary right right or he'll tell you what he means to give you the to give him the word that he's looking for and then he'll it'll just be crystal clear you know exactly what he's thinking right whereas my daughter it's a lot harder she'll stumble over her words and then she'll backpedal and then she'll be like, okay wait I missed the I missed the a detail so I gotta go back right and tell this detail and then okay now i understand what you're talking about because you missed this detail you missed a lot of context there you know what i'm talking about and that's kind of how my wife she kind of will miss context and i'll be like context and she'll be like oh okay uh but you see what i'm saying like right it, it has to be an understanding from two people she understands that i need to very clear to understand what she's saying in order to give her the uh advice or conversation that she need, that needs to be had in the moment but she also has to give me enough context, right? And we can't guess. Niggas yeah. be guessing. That's yeah. dumb. Right. Niggas, we don't read minds. Ain't none of us Professor X, G, Gray, and this Facts. bitch. But, it, it, but it, 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 mm, you're right, bro. It, it definitely, with regards to relationships, a lot of it is communication, <clears throat> but a lot of it is making sure that, you know, niggas feel safe communicating. You know what I mean? Like. Yep people people don't really want to facilitate a situation within communication where they feel like their words when they do communicate um are going to be weaponized you know what i'm saying back toward them but at the same time you know on the other side of that coin nobody wants to be in a relationship where they feel like they just have to receive communication just dry ass without feeling safe enough to respond you know what i mean so you you gotta be willing to give and receive effective communication. And it's really, really hard to determine the level that people are at with that. Um, because everybody wakes up with a, with new lenses every day. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that happen to you in your daily life, don't nobody feel that shit but you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And even though you can share that with your partner um, as it's happening, there's no guarantee that they're gonna completely understand where it is you're coming from. So when it comes to relationships and determining whether something is a dead end or not, that's kind of the biggest issue because you never really know what's in their head for real. And when you do try to pry, 
if they're going through something that they feel is between them and God, you know what I'm saying? Like you not feel slighted because you feel like you etched out. I thought it was me, you and God, especially within a marriage, you know what I'm saying? In a regular relationship, that may be different, but it's just, it's hard, man. A lot of it is maturing and a lot of it is kind of taking a personal inventory of self and trusting that your partner is doing the same thing. But when, when you realize that they're not doing that, you know, at what point do you say, okay, this is hopeless. I think you this have to communicate that. Like I said, you gotta communicate everything almost everything as much of everything as you can communicate right like you said there's gonna be some things that's just between you and god but i think when you've reached your end and you're standing at the edge of the cliff and it's like i'm about to jump clear off this motherfucker you gotta let them know i don't think it's fair to bail on a relationship without giving your your partner opportunity to adjust and if they just don't adjust then yeah walk i would say at the point where you've exhausted all of your resources i agree with that too um i don't know if y'all remember from season one i used to always say mental health is your wealth but being able to protect your mental um throughout any relationship but since we're on on the topic of marriage um have you tried you know what i'm saying have, have that couple tried going to, to to like marriage counseling or marriage therapy you know what i'm saying trying to identify uh, the root causes of the discrepancies between each other. It could be something that it could be a miscommunication like we spoke of earlier. It could be a misunderstanding. It could be something that was so small that because it was swept underneath the rug and they were like um, giving excuses or making like one partner. I know some, for example, I'm speaking for uh, from experience that I used to give excuses or make excuses for the person that I was with. Like, oh, they're not trying to hurt me personally. It's just they got X, Y, and Z going on. Boy, hell yeah, that's, boy, ooh, I been there. And so for me, I was like in that realm yeah. where I was making excuses for their, their lack thereof of what I was needing in the relationship for me to feel confident and content with what was going on. And it ended up resurfacing in a lack of communication where I didn't want to talk to her that much. Like I was working two jobs, so I really didn't have that much time. But when we did have time to talk, I'd rather be listening to my radio in transit to job one or job two. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I got this extra 15 minutes. Let me call my bae and be like, hey, say, let's chop it up. Because when I get on the phone, we didn't have communication because I'll be so pissed off at other shit that I had already made excuses for her uh, on one side and made it appear like I was okay with, but I wasn't. But it ended up resurfacing itself and me not wanting to talk with her, not wanting to spend time with her. And then she ended up filling that time with another person or other things to make her feel content. Well, we could have solved that issue by just having the communication, be like, hey, I don't like this. Yeah. Instead of feeling like, well, I'm gonna attack her or I shouldn't be feeling like this because I'm a man. I shouldn't have these, these feelings or these opinions. I should just let it be okay and hope that it works itself out. When not necessarily, like you said earlier, nobody's a mind reader. So if I'm feeling some type of way, I should be comfortable with my partner or with the person who I'm trying to be with or seriously with and letting them know, hey, oh, I don't feel comfortable with you doing this, or I didn't like when you said this. And then the, at that point, the stress is off of me, the the, the the boulder is off my shoulders, the ball is in your court now. Will you, re Mars. Will you respond to that? Will you respond to me? 
will you give me the effective communication that I need? Or will you be like, okay, I'm gonna sweep this underneath the rug. Oh boy, you just being silly. Oh no, that wasn't it. Or are you mature enough to reciprocate that information back to me in a way to where I can understand where you're coming from and me letting you know it's me informing you of where I'm coming from. I think when we're talking about dead end and obstacles, I think a lot of it's just growth. You know what I'm talking about? People being mature enough to hear and listen and talk especially in relationships now in, in in business i think it's a risk factor mm. i think you just gotta if you're making a business decision and you're deciding between whether or not it's something you can climb over push through or go under it's a it's a uh it's a risk factor right because if you decide to bail on it and end up being the wrong decision you just gotta eat that decision Right. You know what I'm talking about? But with relationships, I think there's a lot of nuances as far as seeing this, how there's two people, a lot of nuances within the relationship that can be alleviated by talking effectively. Right. And listening more effectively, you know, and adjusting and a learning. I said a learning and learning. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I think we don't, people get too comfortable and they just, this is where we at this is, but a relationship is constantly learning all the time constantly being aware of oh i cut you off just now right my bad what were you saying right. i didn't mean to cut you off you know what I'm saying? little shit like that if i cut two off enough times and never and never acknowledge it he not gonna want to talk to me you know what i'm saying but if even if just one time oh my bad i apologize i didn't mean to cut you off g you know, he, he, oh, it's good. You know what I'm saying? He'll be more willing to continue conversation with me acknowledging the fact that, you know, I keep making this mistake. I'm gonna try to do better. Right. But we, people don't want to learn. People don't want to grow and adjust. That's the, that's the crazy thing about relationships. I think in, in 2022, in today's age, in this generation, everybody want to walk into a pre-built, pre-established already. You know what I'm talking about? just everything good relationship and they think that that's how it's supposed to be when i'm i'm off i'm a grow type of person i want somebody who i can come in with nothing they come in with nothing or we come in at the same level you okay and i don't want to be off level i don't want to come in up here and she down here and then i gotta wait for her to catch me for that's stunting my growth now i'm gonna genuinely ask this question as a single guy to to guys who have marriage experience, marriage right? Experience. Yeah, right? you know what I'm saying, veterans. Check check the resume, dog. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I see the bullet points, I see yeah, the bullet points, right? Um, how do you deal with the, the rocky nature of obstacles and or dead ends when it comes to the emotional attachment? Because as we know, males are more physical creatures and females are more emotional creatures, right? But the thing that I hear a lot of times from myself is that I come off like, I don't know what the equivalency is for, for males, but that resting itch face for females. Yeah. Like I come off like emotionless. And I even say that to people that I'm emotionless. Robotic. Right. Um, but I think it's just my demeanor. Like I keep being told, hey, you should show more of your personality. And it's, to me, it's like, well, it depends on who you are. Because people who don't know me, they know what my personality is. Like, right. you serious. But at times you can be goofy. You can be this. You can be that. I don't think it's that. I think it's 
I think I don't think it's um they have to find I think they have to see you in the right setting. You're different in settings. Right. You know what I'm talking about? You're just different in settings. Depends on what the setting is. Right. It depends on how you're gonna be. And I think with people, what we need to understand is there's no one fit all cookie cutter bullshit, you know, way for everybody to be. Everybody's different. Facts. I have to accept that this is like two's gonna grow, right? I have to accept that he's gonna change, but I also have to accept his base, right? His base levels. He has a base, everybody has a base level. Everybody has a, a core. And, and from that core is what we get deviations from, but there's always the core that everybody has. And that core is what everybody leans on. It's just kind of like their, I don't wanna say it's kinda, it's their identity. It's who they look in the mirror and see every morning and that they're okay with. Right. And if a person says, this is my core, this is who I am. This is things I like. This is what I deal with. These are things I'm okay with. These are things I'm not. If you're going to be with that person, you got to be okay with that person's core. Okay. You know, the baseline, the baseline. Got you feel what I'm saying? Too many people out here trying to change a motherfucker from their baseline instead of finding the person whose baseline matches yours. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But see that, see that's that. That's what's kind of hard because a lot of we we kind of do relationships different now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm more I, I don't want to say I'm old school or traditional, but like I came up. You know what I'm saying? That's you, not a bad. You want to court? You know what I'm saying? You 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 want to get to kind of know and make sure that y'all have shared interests and common commonalities before you jump even into a relationship space now to be honest with regard to my marriage personally i did not give myself that opportunity first i led with infatuation um i i had prayed to god to like reveal to me the person that was for me because i felt like even though i was very very young bro like i felt like i was at a point where i had had all of my fun like i, I really wanted to just be with somebody who who wanted to be with me who who had me because at that time like i you know when i was 20 like what the sky my my limit didn't really exist and i didn't want to have to worry about finding somebody after success you know what i'm saying i wanted to take somebody i wanted mm -hmm. to have somebody with me before and we go into this together so i was like man, I don't, i'm done with the hoes you know god show me mine give me mine you know what i'm saying yeah and the i had never felt the way that i had felt when me and my ex-wife started rocking i had never felt that way about a female before okay and uh now granted i hadn't had a whole lot of serious relationships prior to that either i really only had one maybe two you know what i'm saying but one for sure and so anyways um I didn't give myself or herself the opportunity to truly understand each other enough to really jump into a marriage the way we did. Cause like we got married, I met her in August, September. We started kicking it in September. By October, we was boyfriend and girlfriend. And by the following August, we were married. So. It, it was zero time you know what i'm saying it was very 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 fast but me being the type of person that i am like i didn't care like i i had made my decision i knew what i wanted i knew how i wanted to do it and wasn't nothing about to change my mind um and as you grow and you learn um 
I really wish that I would have had more direction with regard to the questions that I was asking, the, the activities we were engaging in as we're learning each other, because a lot more things would have been revealed to me with regard to who this person is. Like, are you really paying attention to their upbringing? Are you really paying attention to what their tendencies are? The people that, you know, got them to this point, who are these people? What, what, what's really happening? And being willing to really, uh, kind of dive into who and what her essence is and understanding what her trauma is and understanding, you know, what the possibilities of the future, uh, I'm not going to say problems, but future opportunities that we would have to dive into and address and the same thing, same thing on my end. Like who raised me? What does my village look like? Okay. And if we were to bring kids into this, what does that look like when it's all melded together? You know what I'm saying? What are we, what values are we instilling? You know what I'm saying? And uh, not saying we didn't have conversations, but I was so deeply infatuated and mistaking it for deeply in love, which I don't think that I wasn't in love, but as an older person now looking back on it, I was just really, really excited because I, I was like, this is like God answered my prayers. Like this is rare. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm diving in. I don't care, bro. All gas, no brakes. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And it's a beautiful thing but it can be destructive if you guys are not maturing in your thought process and your heart posture towards each other. Because once you introduce children to the situation, a lot of the focus now shifts, you know what I'm saying? Especially when the need for, you know, financial safety comes in and now you grinding, 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 trying to make this, this thing work. And she grinding, 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 trying to make sure she retains her sanity and not forget and lose who she is and now neither one of us you know we're kind of talking at each other but we're not each outwardly seeking to help the other person to draw us back in together you know what i'm saying right and just a lot of these things are maturity things and so when we're talking about obstacles or dead ends like i do think that what you guys say is true you know what i'm saying making sure that you communicate effectively in a way that not only um allows you to get it off your chest um and allow the other person to understand you, but also communicate your desire to the other person to help them with their things too. And I think that's what kind of creates that safe space. But sometimes you learn those lessons a day too late, you know what I'm saying? After, you know, tragedy strikes, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or, or, or after danger befalls, you know what I'm saying? What, whatever happens. Um, but with regard to, you know, just being willing to jump off the ledge without having a, a safety net and then you crashing because you didn't you weren't mature enough to handle the situation you was in or they weren't mature enough to handle the situation they were in or life shit just happens and niggas just jump ship like i can see how that could deter a person from ever not wanting to go down this road like ever 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 again because that's kind of where i am now i'm like marriage nigga for what huh but that was gonna be my next question. What? Nah, I, I have sure. absolutely no intention <laughs> of ever doing that again. But if I'm being honest, like I would want that. I want that more than anything in the world. You know what I'm saying? Is to have something like that actually work out the way that I felt like it was supposed to. Because I think had it worked out the way I think God intended it for. Let me rephrase. If I think that I had a marriage. Um, that would that actually lasted forever i think it would be a beautiful thing because i think that i have a lot to offer in a marriage because i know my heart posture right um, but 
right now I'm looking at it like mm. So maybe you can lay on it a little bit more. But that's my outlook on dead end obstacle marriage relationships from my personal experience. Right. It, it sucks, you know what I'm saying, when it don't work and it definitely deters you from wanting to do it again. From my experience, right, going through shit, almost getting divorced and deciding not, it is a, it is a, um, it's a tag team effort. It's no one person's gonna hold the marriage together you know what i'm saying you know that you know that that old school picture of uh samson he holding up the pillars, pillars. Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it's like when you're trying to hold a marriage together with one person you know you're trying to each one person holding up both pillars trying to keep the the roof up you know what i'm saying you go get torn in half bro your sanity gonna stretch super thin and then it's gonna split and you're gonna lose your shit and no cap not trying to be too serious not trying to take it to a, a macabre type place but that's how niggas lose their life you know what i'm saying that's how niggas commit suicide that's how you know what i'm talking about big facts We're just being for real and i think it it is a tag team effort if one person says i want to do this and the other person says i don't fuck it get out Take it for what it is and leave. See, but what if that's temporary? Mm -mm. Nope. If y'all have gone through a lot of shit, right? Let's say y'all eight years in, going through a lot of shit and divorce has been spoken of and you say, no, I want to make it work. And she say, no, or he say, no, I want a divorce. You take their word at face value and you walk. I'll say well, you, you have to at that point. Mm -hmm. You have to. Because as an adult, you're making a decision. Like, you have the option. You know. We're sitting down having the conversation about divorce. And I tell my significant across the table, I want to make this work. And she looks me in my brown ass eyes and says, I don't walk. Right. Here's a here's something I learned last year. I used to listen to this. um This other podcast. I'm not going to say who it is. Right. But I used to listen to this other podcast, and um, there was something I, I learned. There's an acronym, right? And it's called Quink. 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 Something like that. It's knowing what I know now, and you say, would I do this again? Right? It's a quick, it's, it's a quick decision making, right? And if the answer is yes, then you keep going, right? But if the answer is no, you cut your losses and you get the fuck out as fast as possible. No, this is literally what the nigga who 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 came up with the shit said. If if you say it just like this, knowing what I know now, would I do this again? Right. If the answer is yes, you push through. You keep going. I think this is relevant to dead ends or obstacles, right? If you're trying to figure out something is a dead end or obstacle, this is a good way to find out. Knowing what I know now, quink, would I do this again? If the answer is yes, you push through. That means it's just an obstacle. If the answer is no. You cut your losses, get the fuck out as fast as possible, <laughs> right? Take whatever else you need. What? Hey, what'd you get? Message. Listen, right? You take whatever else you need to take. Just eat your else and get the fuck out and start from scratch. If starting from scratch means you single for the next 20 years, be on scratch. You feel me? And just grow like that. If start from scratch means you start talking to somebody 
you learn from what your your last dead end, and then you move from there. You know what I'm saying? But if, when we talking about relationships with dead ends and obstacles, it's a two people team tag team attack, right? I have to. I was just lucky enough to have a significant who wanted to keep it together, right? And we were both on the same page when it came to that. Is I want to keep this, but if you want to leave, you're more than welcome to walk. Right. And she was, I don't want to walk. I, you know what I'm saying? I want this to stay together. Like, and so that's, and like you said, you got to exhaust all resources. That's important. That's what made me stay. It's cause I hadn't exhausted all my resources. And I'm the type of person just like too, if I haven't tried every single thing to resolve this problem, then I feel like if I quit, I really didn't give it the justice that it deserved to get it fixed. I quit before I potentially had a solution over here that I didn't try. Right. Right. I can't make a a, a good judgment call with uh not knowing all the knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Like he know he knows exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. I can't make a good judgment call if I'm if I feel like I'm lacking 20% of the knowledge. Now if I did everything and I feel like I'm maxed out on my knowledge and this I still feel like it's a dead end, I knowing what I know now. Uh, this is a fuck no. You can have it. I'm going. I'll sleep in my car. And see, that's where to me it gets difficult because, like, I've made it to that point. Like I said, I used to make excuses for my for my significant other at the time, and then I ended up ultimately finding I was a dead end. The issue that I have now, and I guess I've have been uh, faced with, just it's been covered up with other busy work, if you will. That how not to bleed that emotional attachment and that discomfort into any other future situation yeah without looking at it like without looking at a new situation as its potentials for dead ends or potentials for new obstacles mm -hmm. instead of just letting those speed bumps come as they come i'm already preoccupying my mind with what those speed bumps could look like nah you can't do that you got to take everything for what it is in the moment the old situation is an old situation now you don't go into a new situation stupid don't get me fucked up you take like what you should be taking is where did i fuck up not where did they fuck up okay you see what i'm saying if you think about where did they fuck up yeah you gonna go into a new situation like you gonna fuck up the same way bitch you gonna but if you flip it and, and and you internalize it you say where did i fuck up i'm not gonna make those mistakes again and you allow this new person to just war drive the street and you see okay that's a the bump is different because i'm different right so this is a new bump but it's not a destroying bump and you'll find that the streets rather longer or you don't just have no end y'all just drive it forever oh all right but it depends on the other person like a lot of this relationship like i said it's a tag team effort you gotta you gotta um you gotta work at it together both y'all gotta be willing to learn both y'all gotta be willing to either overcome obstacles or agree to, to split at the dead end you know what i'm saying uh that's just what it is man don't 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 force something that is a dead end and try to overcome it you're gonna exhaust yourself uh mentally spiritually you know what i'm talking about sanity right and we don't want to see nobody you know committing suicide over anything you know what i'm talking about i don't know if y'all heard but um kill the music i don't know if y'all heard but the dj for the lnd De degenerate show uh, he committed suicide 
uh, Twitch. Right. And mm, he had a family, wife, I think three daughters, something like that. I don't know all the super details. My wife know all the details, but it's really important, right? When you're talking about dead ends and obstacles, because these things can stretch your mind super thin, right? And once you come to a place where your sanity is broken, right? Though you, you, what you, what happens is your mind is in a weakened state and it allows for the dark, those dark thoughts to take over. And so just, you know, talk to somebody, you know, if you having those thoughts, suicide hotline, whatever, we'll figure it out, put it in the, the description, but just communicate, you know, and be aware of yourself. You smarter than that. Facts.